us too. Okay, so tonight we are uh, in chapter four of First John, and we're going to be beginning at verse ten. Well, we actually ended at verse ten, but we're going to start at verse ten again tonight, okay. and and we'll run through the end of the chapter. Um. Mom, would you bless us with prayer tonight? Absolutely. Please do. Can you hear me okay? Sure. All righty. Father God, you are so great. Give us this time with our family to talk about you. And we know, Father, that you are pulling up your lazy boy right above each of us. Thank you. And listening to us talk about you. And telling the angels, write their names down. Father, I'm grateful for that. Holy Spirit, we ask you, open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts. Put this study of Jesus, the word of God, in our hearts so deep that we can never lose it. If we understand it in a way that we never have before, we come tonight with the full expectation of being surprised, of seeing something we've never seen before. And we praise your name for that because that's what you are all about. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was a power prayer right there. Boy, I, I, at, at least I know you're the man that can, you can follow that. <laughs> I can. I can absolutely follow that. We had after church. We 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 uh, had some folks that wanted to volunteer to come down and march around the church seven times and pray. And so I came down there to march with them. And and there was somebody there that, that works in the medical industry that was a little excited about things going on in the world. And. Uh, and kept insisting, no, Sky, this is real, this is real. And I said, well, listen, here's the way I feel about it. As a Christian, and I'm, and I'm saying this for, for the benefit of all of us, I mean, myself included, I need, to, I need to be around other people that remind me of this sometimes, okay? That as a Christian, as a person who has decided to follow Jesus Christ, the second we picked up that cross and decided to follow Christ, we were called to die. We were called to die. We're called to follow Christ right till we die. And, and there, was, there was not even the slightest indication that we would make it to old age. That's just a bonus. Right? Yeah. And, 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 uh, and I, and I want to remind every Christian that as a Christian, it shouldn't matter to us what the enemy looks like or who the enemy is. 
it shouldn't matter to us if there's one clown banging a couple of pots and pans together or if it's an army of 10,000 clashing their swords on their shields. It should not move us. It shouldn't change a thing in our hearts. And we should see them exactly the same. Because God is with us. Because the battle isn't about us. And the battle isn't about the odds between us and them. The battle is between God and them. And God is with us. Sometimes no matter what the, 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 the enemy that we face. Whether it's, whether it's a, 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 a guy with a broomstick. Or whether it's the plague. If God is with us, who can stand against us? <clears throat> what can stand against us? That's right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to get together as Christians and we have to stir each other's faith up. We have to stir it up inside and we have to remind each other. We have to get hold of each other, you know, like a football team does. Right before they go out to the game, they grab hold to each other by the shoulders. Oh, you know, they pump each other up. They get each other ready to get out there. That's what we need to do for each other. When we look around and we see our brothers and sisters shaken. We see that they're moved. We see that yeah. they're, they've, they've lost sight of. Uh, uh, of where a Christian should be standing, and I and I saw the uh, this particular person's spouse, you know, smiled when I when I said my reply, but he shook his head and he was like, "Yeah, uh, you know, he's right," <laughs> you know, and and uh, and I and and I could see that they took encouragement. Yes. All they've been listening to is the 24-hour cycle of discouragement and fear. You yeah. cannot. You cannot listen to the regular news media. You cannot listen to them. I refuse. Through them, through them, the spirit of fear is disseminated. Exactly. The you know what, Father? Is... Yeah. It's not about that like at all everywhere i go we had to go to the vet and it was like that and i tried to tell him look it's okay because atb is not your source that virus is not going to kill you you know i said the, the true thing about it is is jesus christ is your source and if you are in jesus christ you don't have anything to be afraid of because he says that weapon, no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And this is a weapon that's been formed. Yes. 100%. Yes. It is completely orchestrated. It's, it's it orchestrated, uh, Mel, but it's orchestrated by the, the pumped up news media. Yeah. And it, they, and they don't tell the truth. No. Right, I know, but I mean, it's been set out into the public on purpose. Well, I, yeah. I know, but that's where they're getting it, honey. Yeah. Um, yep. You know you know what Father told me several days ago? He said, Vicks. That's it. So I got Vicks. I put, he, <laughs> he told me, he did. He literally said, Vicks, vapor up. And he told me to, to tell the girls too, and my dad. And we put it, um, 
a little bit on the outside of our nostrils and inside our yep. nostrils. That's it. That's that's, it. He, that's what he told me. And that's all you need. Doesn't I that guarantee you this thing? This thing is 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 a little. It's a little wimp of of a demonic spirit with a crown. Okay, and and it's already defeated by Jesus Christ. But the the propagators of Satan's agenda are out there feeding this demon yeah they're feeding this demon they're feeding this demon and they're trying to make this demon a big bad demon they're trying to inflate this demon and make it bigger and stronger and better than it is and i I'm, i won't play into it i will not play into it i'm not i'm not and and here's the here's the the, the bottom line too there's people that are concerned. And they say, "Well, you're gonna, you're gonna be eating those words if it turns out to be a real plague." Well, let me let me just say this: there are plenty of men who have stood in plagues. Amen. John G. Lake, John G. Lake is one of them. That there are plenty of men who have stood in faith in the middle of plagues and survived through plagues. It is documented his, history. It is proven. It is known. And if Jesus Christ decides to call me home in the middle of a plague, well, I know for sure that I'm going to find grace when I walk into heaven and walk through the, the early gates and I come and say, Jesus, what happened? I'll stand on your word. Happen. He will never let that happen because he promises us that we will never be ashamed of those who stand in faith on his word. That's right. You know what else I got? I got that this is this is just barely the beginning of the trembling. Yes. It's barely it's barely the beginning of the trembling and we 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 haven't even had a labor pain yet. <laughs> yeah. I agree. We're 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 just at the beginning of it, but it is if we're looking around ourselves at the news cycle, it is easy to lose heart. It's you can easily lose your your faith that that god is in control it can start to look to you like they're winning it can look like we've already lost the fight but we have not we have not we have not god is on our side that's right and like i said last night this is a snake in its death throes it's already been whacked by the shovel once and it's flipping around, tying itself in knots. So let's start tonight reading in verse 10. In verse 10. Raiden, come over here and read for us. Jake, you're going to be explaining, so follow. And this is love. Not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit and we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the the Son as Savior of the world. 
Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God. Okay, right there. Have a seat. All right, verse 10. It says, herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent its son to be the propitiation for our sins. So what is this? Love lies in this. This is where love is grounded. This is where the root of love, of the love that's in us, begins. Where it flourishes from, where it's planted, is that it's not our love that was a seed towards God. But it was in his love for us. It's in our realization of what he did for us, what his son did for us. That his son went and took the beating. Our big brother went and took the beating. He went outside and he said, I am this person. He, he, he said he was us. And he took the punishment for everything when the whole world wanted our blood. When they were screaming for our blood, he went out and he took the beating for us. He took the whipping for us. He took the stabbing for us. He, he was nailed on the cross for every one of us. Yeah, beloved if God so loved us we ought also to have love for one another so what he's saying is he's saying look if God loved us that much that he, that, that he would have big brother go and die for us die for each one of us we should also love our brothers and sisters that's right we should also have love for them in fact we should be ready to go out and do the same for one of them No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfected in us. Strange saying to start out that sentence by saying no one's seen God at any time. What does that have to do with anything? Of course they haven't seen God at any time. God is spirit. But here's what it has to do with something. The very next piece of that sentence or the next sentence there says, if we love one another, God dwells in us and his love is perfected in us. That's how you see God. Yes. If you want to see God, if you want to see God, it says no one's seen God in any time. Here's how you see God. You can see God in each other. You can see yes. God in our actions. You can see God in our words. You can see God in what we do for another person. When, when the man that made my prayer bench was an atheist who we helped out here and he went and he's a carpenter and he went and made my prayer bench for me. And he asked me once he asked, I, and I've said this on a couple of, couple of Bible studies, but I'm going to say it again tonight. Um, he asked me once, how do you, how do you know what, what does Jesus look like? Is he white? With, is he white with blonde hair and blue eyes or what does Jesus look like? He said, because he was Middle Eastern, you know. And I said, I'm going to tell you what Jesus looks like. Mm-hmm. Jesus looks like that single mom who's desperate in her eyes, doesn't know where she's going to be feeding her children. Where's the next check coming from? Jesus is that little child who's looking at someone saying in their, in their face says, can I trust them? Are you the one that's going to take me home? My Lord is in a homeless man who's holding out his hand. 
my Lord is in the hurt and in the broken, in the lonely and the hungry. My Lord is in those things. That's what Jesus looks like. Jesus looks like when we help someone else, when we feed them. Jesus is when we break our food in half. Jesus is when we share a glass of water with someone who's thirsty. Jesus is when we take our jacket off and put it on someone who's cold. And as much as you've done it to any of these, you've done it to me. Amen. That's the face of my Lord. If you want to know what Jesus looks like, look at those things and you'll see him. And he's beautiful and he is wonderful. He is amazing. And just look at him makes your heart break and makes tears come to your eyes. Yes. Verse 13, hereby know, hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. This is how, this is how you may be sure that we remain in him and that he remains in us because he's given us a share of his own spirit. He's given us a share of his own spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. We beheld it. We saw it with our own eyes. Whoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, whoever acknowledges that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. Jake, next five. Verse 16. So we know the love that God has for us. And we trust that love. God is love. Everyone who lives in love, love lives in God. And God lives in them. If God's love is made perfect in us, we can be without fear on the day when God judges the world. We will be without fear because in this world we are like Jesus. Where God's love is, there is no fear. Because God's perfect love takes away fear. It is his punishment that makes a person fear. So his love is not made perfect in the one who has fear. We love because God first loved us. If we say we love God but hate any of our brothers or sisters in his family, we are liars. If we don't love someone we have seen, how can we love God? We have never even seen him. God gave us his command. If we love God, we must also love each other as brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. Verse 16 says, And we have known and believed the love that God has towards us. God is love, and he that dwells in love dwells in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect. And this is the way that you make your love perfect. This is the way that you perfect, grow, mature your love. This is how. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Here, here we are in a day that tests us. This is an echo, a precursor of the day of judgment. What is going on now? This, 
this hype, this pandemic, this, this, this global fear, this anxiety, this knee-jerk reaction towards something that we cannot see, that we can't hear. This is a precursor. This is our practice run for Judgment Day. And boy, are we dropping the ball as a, as a race. As, as a race, boy, are we dropping the ball. Because this is the way that our love is made perfect, that we may have boldness in the Day of Judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. As he is, so are we in this world. The Christians, the true Christians, will act the way that Jesus would have acted in this situation. How would Jesus have acted in this situation? He would have been asleep in the back of the boat. He would have been getting a nap in the middle of this. This would have been nothing but background noise and a nice motion for the hammock. That's it. Verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear implies punishment or torment. And he that fears, or a person that's full of fear, is not made perfect in love. You have not been perfected in the love of Jesus Christ. And, and I want to expound, I want to expound on that for just a second. I want us all to remember the first time we fell in love. When, when we truly love someone, when we truly were head over heels in love with them, when we were in love with them, we felt like anything was possible. That we could overcome anything. Yeah. Nobody could stop us. Nobody could, could reason with us. Nobody could tell us, look, you, you're too young for that, or it's not time for that, or you should go to college first, or you should, lay, you should save up money first before you have a relationship, or any of those things. None of that stuff mattered because we were in love. Love is not afraid. Love does not fear. Love can conquer all things. Love fears no things. Love will not be swayed. Love will not be deterred. Love burns and is not quenched. And when we face these type of things in life and these types of trials in life, these type of enemies that come against us in life, we have to ask ourselves, are we in love? Are, yeah. are we in love with our Lord? Because if I'm in love with him, I won't be afraid. I don't care what they say. I don't care if they say that there's not enough maturity. Oh, wait till you understand this. Wait till you have theological seminary. Wait till you have all these scriptures memorized. Wait, wait, wait. Wait till you've been in the church for two years before you preached to anybody. Wait, wait, wait. Love is not going to wait. Love is not going to stand idle. Love will not be deterred and will not be hampered. Any parent who has a child who's been head over heels in love knows, knows 
the frustration and the futility of trying to contain a child who is in love. It's a ticking time bomb. We love him because he first loved us. And if a man says, I love God, but they hate their brother or their sister in Christ, they're a liar. For he that loves not his brother or sister in Christ, whom he has seen, how can he love God who has not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loves God loves his brother also. And, and let me expound upon my example of love earlier. My example of love is a flawed version of love that is earthly, that is human. But God's love is perfect. And, and, and so the, 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 difference, the difference in that is burning a candle and, and a bonfire. Our love, though it burns us, though, though it, it, it seems like it's raging at times, the love of God dwarfs it in nature. The love of God is, is beyond our comprehension. The love of God is outside of our ability to contain. My heart cannot contain the type of love. This flesh was not made to contain the type of love that our Lord has for us. This flesh can't contain it. If we were to get the, the full capacity of it, our hearts would burst in our chest and we would be set free. That's the end of the chapter, Dad. It's yours. Okay. Well, you got quiet. I must have uh, got off. I must have got off the rails. Lily got all quiet. Yeah, I did. I got quiet. quiet. Didn't I didn't even hear an amen or anything. Well, we, I, we, we, we went into the listening yeah. stage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to check myself. There was. Uh huh. Lord, indeed, Father, you are love, and indeed, Father, these are the verses that. To me, culminate the previous verses, Lord, that talks about love. And Father, we're in a world of hate right now. And Christians, Father, can show their love. In fact, the early church, they said they're known by their love. Father, as we come and do these studies, may we eat the word of God. May it fill us, Lord, to the fulling, the fullness. May our spirits, Lord, be strengthened by your spirit and to give us unction, Father, to carry out your word and to walk in obedience. Knowing, God, that you are all-powerful, all-knowing. You know every word we think, Father, before we speak it. 
you know our very thoughts, Lord, ahead of time. Father, may we walk, Lord, in that peace and that joy, knowing, God, that you care enough to show us the very best and to give us the very best. And I come against this virus that Satan has put out there to scare people and use in the news media and the those that are sold out to Satan to promote panic. And Lord, every store has sold out of most of their items because of panic. And Father, I know that we should not walk in fear but be of sound mind, depending upon you, Father, for everything, not once in a while, not when we come to a special need, but, Lord, at all times, we should come to you and seek your face, Father. And so, Father, thank you. Thank you for our time. Thank you, Lord, for Mel being able to get on tonight. We're happy, Lord, that Caroline and Jacob and Raiden were on. We ask, Father, that you will bless, Lord, each of us as we have come to you, Lord, tonight and depend upon you, Father. So thank you, Lord, and praise you. We ask your blessings, Lord, over Sky and Maria. And just touch each of the young men, Lord, Raiden and Jacob. And ask your Lord to bless Tannis, Aaron, and Elise. I lift up Mel and Catherine and Cecilia to you, Father. Ask your blessings over them. And I noticed, Lord, that Olive wasn't on tonight, Lord, but I just prayed you'll bless her. Ask you, Lord, to bless Gwen. Thank you, Father, for my wife. Thank you, Lord, for spirit of truth being strong in her. Ask you, Lord, to just direct our hearts, Father, in blessing others. We thank you, Lord, for your mighty God. And we just give you praise and honor. Bless this nation, Father. Our president declared today a day of prayer. And Lord, I know there were many, many, many hundreds, maybe thousands, I'm sure, praying today for this country. And Lord, indeed, that's what we ought to do all the time. Every day ought to be a national day of prayer, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, and come to you, because you are our Redeemer, our strength. Thank you for our churches that preach the word. Thank you for our president, Lord, who upholds Christians where previously we were put down. And Lord, I thank you, Father, for this powerful man that you have put into office, that you will continue to bless him and give him wisdom. And all those, Lord, that he has put in authority to do things, Father, against this virus. 
Just give him guidance, Lord. And I come against this evil news media, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, confuse, put confusion into the enemy's camp. Yeah. Lord, where they cannot tell yeah, they'll turn again. Whether, whether or not they're even saying the right things, Father. Yes, Lord. And make one speak against the other. Turn them against each other. Yes, Lord. Bless them. Bless us, Father, through the ignorance of Satan. Amen. Lord, all the dominions he puts out there are not smart. They just do the same things over and over, yeah. trying to put fear into people. Yes. And we refuse to fear, Satan. And in the name of Jesus, I command you to leave this area. Leave the leave. Washington area. Leave this area. Every state. We yes, claim our country back in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For we pray it in his precious and sweet name. Amen. 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 God is good. Hi, Caroline. Good night. Good night.